welcome to episode 9 of the Geekishly Toku Podcast. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's an episode. Nine episodes? Yeah. Oh my. It, I've been here for five episodes? Yeah. Well, happy anniversary! Woo! <laughs> I mean... Crap, where did I, where did I put the... Oh, no, I don't have any poppers around here. Dang it, I was not prepared for this moment. There you go. There you go. It's your yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a if I had a, like a plastic bag, I'd pop that. But uh, I'm pretty sure I do have one somewhere. But don't care. Moving along. But yes, I am Jonathan Furukamioka. I'm Sean, aka the snarkiest of Sean's, aka Snarky Sean on Twitter. I'm glad you remembered that first part. Uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, it's on my Twitter, Facebook. No, it's not on my Facebook. No, it's on my. It's on my Tumblr page now. Ah, okay. Which I still haven't done anything with. Eh. Eh. It's a work in progress. Uh, and we are fresh off our special episode last week, and if you missed that, go go listen to it. We uh, we live-watched the Common... Or is it Superhero Tyson or Common Rider it's Tyson? Superhero Tyson... No, Superhero Tyson Grand Prix Common Rider 3. Also, can I just go on record in saying that movie was better than the Tokyo Returns alone because we actually got to see more than two minutes of Sango? Unlike the Tokyo Returns movie where we saw all of like 30 seconds of uh, Tokyo Nanago. Tokyo Grandmago. <laughs> all I could think of was whenever I hear Nanago, all I can think of was Nanako from Persona 4. Maybe that's just because I just played like four hours of Persona 4. Ah, that might be the case. Yeah. But enough of the toku. Uh, We've got more important things to talk about. Well. <laughs> for now. For now, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just going to jump right into things after three minutes of rambling, as usual. Um, first on the docket for the geek area is uh, the Flash Season 2 trailer. Where we get to see Jay Garrick. A.K.A. the original Flash. You know, I, I won't... I don't know if it was the same guy. Was was he the guy in the trailer that said, like, um, when you open the hole in the, in the air or whatever, and he had, like, the blonde hair? Uh... He might have been. I don't, I don't remember uh, at what point... In the uh, the video, it happened. I have to rewatch it. We're gonna rewatch it because why not? My name is Jake Eric. Dun dun dun. So cool. Oh, Cisco. Yeah, when the when you created the singularity. That might be Jake Eric. I'm guessing. But, um. <laughs> uh, let me think. I'm trying to remember who's the actor who's playing him, which I'm just going to look up because yeah. I can. The few things that stood out was Jay Garrick showing up, um, the whole, the, you know, essentially the wormhole. Yeah, the wormhole above Central City. That was caused by the uh, season finale. Um, so, uh, quick, quick summary. Uh, Barry's running around in the particle accelerator as fast as he possibly can. Reaches Mach two, gets hit with an gets hit with a particle, opens up a wormhole in space time continuum, so he can go back and save his mom. 
He doesn't. Harrison Wells tries to escape. Barry stops it by, like, basically pulling a Takaharu and jumping out and just, boom, punching him right in the face. Fun. Um, except that happened before Takaharu did that. So, well, if you really, if you wanna, if you wanna make it not an injury, you can say he pulled a Carter Grayson. Yeah, he pulled a Carter Grayson, just like basically jumping out of the wormhole and just punching, uh, Reverse Flash slash Harrison Wells slash, uh, Eobard Thawne in the face, and then some weird time mumbo jumbo happened, and it was fun to watch, um, because um, Eddie, uh, Reverse Flash's like ancestor shoots himself killing himself basically spoilers um (laughs) for a show that's coming back in less than a month uh (laughs) and we see the weird time effect of what happens when someone gets erased from time he basically just explodes into a blue light huh and yeah but before that we do see um jay garrick's helmet just fly out of the wormhole and just Rickish, like hit on the floor. Oh, that's where that picture came from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah. So that was that. And then the giant wormhole opens above the city afterwards because it closed up, but because time got distorted in some weird way. Um. Yeah. And then he saves the world. And then a giant. And then a giant blue box comes out of the wormhole and lands. And Doctor Who comes out and says, "What in the hell did you guys do?" <laughs> if only. I know, right? <laughs> if only. Uh, but that's basically the rundown of what happened in the last like couple episodes of Flash. And um... I'm happy to see that uh, after his retirement from the WWE, that Adam Copeland's starting to get some good stuff going. Oh yeah, because he's coming back as the Atom Smasher. Not to yeah. be confused with the Atom, because he's in a different show now. Supposedly he's dead, but he's not. Because he accidentally shrank himself. Oops. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> he accidentally was like, oh, shit. And, poof. Shrank himself. Um, trying to find... Ah, Teddy Sears. Yeah, I'm... as the actor, and yeah, that 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 was the guy who, in the trailer, I'm pretty sure the guy who uh, said the singularity thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and double check. Uh, it's right about here, I guess. Okay, no, right here. It's like ten seconds in. Um, yeah, yeah, that's him. It's Eddie Sears. Huh. Or Teddy Sears, not Eddie Sears. Cool. Now that we got that figured out. But wow. He was the original Flash? Jay Garrick? Okay, so, okay. You see, like, when everybody was saying, like, Jay Garrick is going to be here, is that the actual... Is that the guy's name? That's the... That's the character's name of the original Flash back in, like, the golden age of comics. Okay. With the Justice Society. He's the one that's wearing, like, the... The, the Hermes-type stuff. With yeah. the Hermes helmet, but, yeah, with the lightning bolt in his shirt and a pair of jeans. The original Flash, if you're talking about TV stuff, is John Wesley Shipp, who plays Barry's dad on the show. Oh. He was the original Flash in the Flash TV show back in the 90s, but he played another version of Barry Allen. 
Okay. Which is the Flash that everyone pretty much associates the Flash to, him and Wally West. Yeah. But we also get Wally West this season, so that's going to be fun. You know what they should have done for this series? Hmm. Is they should have had... So, okay. So the actor who played the original Barry Allen from back in the day is the current Barry Allen's father. Yes. Okay. What they should have done is they should have said this isn't the first time a wormhole is opened and then say that the new Barry Allen's father is Barry Allen from this alternate timeline. He came to this world, said, I'm just going to make a normal life, and then he has a kid, names him Barry Allen Jr., and it just so happens his son turns into the Flash. Well, there is a Bartholomew Jr. that comes later. Um, and he's uh, known as Bart, not to be confused with Barry. He becomes Impulse. Yeah, he was in Young Justice. Yeah, the he's whole other like, speedster. The yeah. whole the whole like future thing, mm-hmm. and he ends up dying yeah. in the end. Spoilers. Well, that's Wally. Wally was the one. Who oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because what's her face? Artemis. Artemis. Yeah, or Arrowette, or. Uh... She only ever Tigress. she only ever went as uh, well. She went as Tigress because they did the undercover thing. I mean, in terms of like the DC Comics continuity, uh, oh. that's what that's what other Ar- Arrowette. Mm, yeah, I really ho- I hope that didn't last long because that's a dumb name. I'm pretty sure that one I'm just making up. Oh, because I was talking to somebody about that, but I hope so. That's a dumb name. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> We get Wally. Um, we get Jay. We get Barry. There's been some speculation that um, Eddie might come back, but it might be a different timeline version of him. It's a different timeline version of Harrison Wells that's coming back. So Tom Cavanaugh is still part of the main cast. We don't know if Cisco becomes Vibe. We don't know if Caitlin becomes Killer Frost. Actually, we kind of do, but we kind of don't. We don't know if it's going to be, like, the TV show's Caitlyn, or it's going to be one of the other versions of Caitlyn from one of the other Earths. Honestly, there's nothing known other than what this trailer shows us. You know who You know who they need to make a part of this show? Huh. Static Shock. They, Warner Brothers does have something very interesting planned for uh, our friend Vernon. I think that's his name. I I can't remember. It's been a while. Ah, crap. (laughs) I'm going to check that out. To Wikipedia. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm glad it's one of my most recent search histories. Static Shock. Virgil Hawkins. Virgil, yeah. Eh, close enough. I did enjoy enjoy the episode they did. It might have been a couple episodes where it was a crossover with the Justice League. Well, Batman showed up once, and then the Justice League showed up another time. Yeah, because just, just, it kind of goes back to the whole like changing, um, changing races for characters, and it's like, well, we, oh, Mar- Marvel makes an African American Human Torch, but you know, and then you've got DC who has you know Static Shock, but not doing anything with them. And, you know, and then people ask the questions like, "Well, why don't you make an African American this or an African American that?" And I'm like, "Or you can just push the African American characters you already have, because a lot of people want to see Static Shock. 
whether it's a movie, whether it's you know whether it's part of the DC you know, cinematic universe, whether it's part of the DC television universe, people want to see it. Yeah. And I just I don't understand. I mean, like if they're if they're going to do something, then then great. You know, we can you know hope for the future, but you know just to like you know completely bypass it is just dumb yeah. in my opinion. Okay, so I just found an article from a few months back. So it looks like Warner Brothers has been developing a live-action short. Um, or that's what was planned. Um, so there's nothing really about it. Well, if they, if, if they plan right a now. short... Or it's, a digital series. Well, okay, see, like, I could see like they could plan a short, maybe like five to ten minutes, and then put it out there. Anytime... And I could see them putting it out there and then waiting to see what the reaction is. Oh, because there's a Static Shock Records. Because, hmm. <laughs> like, if they if they make a short, they put it on the internet, and like on YouTube, and it gets millions of views within, like, a couple days, then they're going to be like, okay, people are going to want to see this. And then it's like, you know, DC, you know, DC puts out an article saying... You know, Static Shock television show imminent will be in same universe as Flash and Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. But when I read that article, um, guess who was rumored to be Static? Oh, I don't want to know. Oh, he used to have a very interesting Twitter account. Oh, no, not him. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about the infamous Jaden Smith. Like... I, I I will I will admit I don't know how well of a character he would play, because you can't compare what he's done in movies, because it was either his dad directing or had some sort of input or it was Shalamalan. Shalamalama Ding Dong. Yeah, Shalamalama, the Shalamalama. Yeah. Yep. Or the okay. Shalamalord, as they like to say in Channel Awesome. But before we get too far off on the tangent, we might as well jump over to the other CW DC property. Yeah, with the Arrow season three trailer that dropped like two days after we season four. Season it's... season four. Yeah, season four. Oh, I wrote I wrote season three. Yeah, it's season four, and like the title of it does not fail this city. So if you've been watching Arrow, especially the first season and a half, that's his famous line whenever he takes down a bad guy in his deep, gravely Batman impersonating voice, you have failed the city. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was the whole thing with the first season. I know that. Is, I have to take down all the people that were involved with my dad. Yeah, and it's been changing, and we get a look at the new costume. We got a new look at the costume recently, but um, then we have this trailer that was first released at Dragon Con before being posted to Stephen Amell's Facebook page and might I say it gave me the heebie-jeebies for one reason and one reason only and go uh, ahead. no there, there's there's a lot there's more reasons than just the one that everyone already knows about <laughs> if you've been paying attention to this podcast you know that I love this one character who's showing up for just one episode this season but the fact that well we get we get a reasoning behind diggle's magneto helmet yeah which if you've been paying attention to twitter it was a trending hashtag for a while 
Or Dignito. Dignito. Brilliant. Or Dignetto, to sound not anywhere close to something that might be racist. As one of my friends pointed out to me. Can, uh, <laughs> can, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, Arrow DC stuff, but who is Dark? Who is Damien Dark? He's the leader of Hive. Doesn't help me. Did you watch Teen Titans? Vaguely. I've been wanting okay, to rewatch it. There was this group called the Hive. Um, he's not Brother Blood. Brother Blood was introduced earlier into the season, but Damien Dark to my knowledge he's the leader of hive in this case but he's also um he's also used to be razal ghouls or rachel ghouls um rachel ghouls uh friend in the league of assassins and co-worker but he eventually left best friend and former rival of razal ghoul he was originally heir to the demon before raz took the plate took his place um, because Roz, um, you know, killed him. Uh, I put him in the Lazarus Pit to save him. But now he commands a hive of followers, also known as Hive, H-I-V-E, with, you know, periods in between to mark that it's an acronym. Um, and he, he was referenced a few times in this last season during Oliver Queen's, uh, ascension to race which was a which was a the last season arc which let's just say there were some very interesting plot points that go along with that but it managed to work itself out in the end and now oliver queen's living the good life out in the middle of nowhere with felicity thus making felicity shippers go crazy can i just say the one shot they took when he walked in the house and she was just sitting on the counter stirring the food. She was doing it very seductively. <laughs> like, yeah. like if this wasn't for... If, if you would have just showed someone that picture and they didn't know anything about Felicity or anything about Arrow, they would have just looked at it and said, is that the beginning of a porno? Yeah, basically. I mean, that's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, so we get Damien Dark, and he's going to be sort of the big bad for this season, with Oliver trying to reestablish himself as the now Green Arrow, because the Arrow is effectively dead as Roy already left. Arsenal, and any chance of Red Arrow, he's left and he's become someone else. Actually, to be honest, I'm pretty sure that actor's on a different show now. Probably. Doing his own thing. Because we haven't seen Sin in a while either, and she was an important character when Sarah was still alive. But now, that actress is on screen on MTV. Yeah. I mean, that's MTV and CW kind of steal each other's actors. Because Colton Haynes did come from Teen Wolf originally. But, yeah. So, between these two trailers... We still have no idea if there's going to be any sort of Green Lantern tease other than the tease we've already had. Because there's, we've seen Coast City a million times, and it's been referenced that there's a pilot that's disappeared from Ferris Airfield. 
which, if you know anything about Hal Jordan, that's how he got his ring in the first place. Huh. But since he's getting a... I mean, I'm not sure if he's going to be in the Justice League movie. He's one of the founding members, so he's bound to be. Not entirely sure if they're going to pull what they did with the Suicide Squad and not have him in the TV universe so he can be in the movie universe. Yeah. But that's kind of stupid. Or they'll do they'll, they'll pull a Marvel and they'll introduce him, kill him off just because he's going to be in one of the other ones. Like what they did with Quicksilver. Oh, uh, yeah. Marvel did that with Quicksilver. Um, they did that with Deadshot and Arrow as well. Because, did they? Mm-hmm. There was a, dead, there was a Suicide Squad in Arrow and now well, we well because I, I no I, scene of them anywhere because I know there was the dead there was dead shot because that was when Diggle went to jail on purpose and then mm-hmm. broke out with dead shot and the woman what yeah. whatever happened to that woman it's kind of minor spoilers but I want to know uh crap I'm trying to remember because it was a love interest for Diggle it might have been Diggle's wife no it wasn't no? It was like an ex-girlfriend or something like that. I don't know who it was. Oh, fuck. Because I know... Because he had... It was in the episode where he uh, Diggle reluctantly teamed up with Deadshot, and then in the end, Deadshot walked away. Because I think it was a Russian prison? Diggle went undercover as a prisoner? I'm typing this into Google as I speak, as we speak. Because I'm trying to find this. Uh, Suicidal tendencies? Well, hang on. A better way would probably be... uh, Arrow TV series. Uh, Was it this past season? Production. I don't want production. It was... I want to say it was... Two... A list of... Oh, season two. Okay. Um... Identity, no. I'm pretty sure she just was kind of... She just kind of dissipated. Because Diggle's back with his wife, and they have a child. Wow. So it must have... Uh... Fizzled out, or kind of just disappeared. Um... Oh, it was uh, Keep Your Enemies Closer. After Argus agent Lila Michaels goes missing, Oliver charters a trip to to Russia to help Diggle find her when they learn that she was following a lead on Deadshot's whereabouts. Okay, so that is Diggle's wife, by the way. Lila Michaels? Yep. Okay. So, yeah. So, they're still together. They have a child. Her name is Sarah, named after Sarah being killed off in the show. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, baby was born right around then. Um, but, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But, back to the trailer. Uh, let's see. We do get that one, two quick little frames of Constantine. Techni- already... Technically one frame, unless you want to count him stepping on the cigarette. I count that as two separate frames. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I count it as two separate frames. Cutter's two separate frames. I need this. Give me this. And then towards the end of it, we see the revival of Sarah Lance, which we yeah. know plays a big important part in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which if that's not already on the list, I'm going to mention 
that it's gone into production as of today. So they did their table reads. They're now doing the filming. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be ridiculously awesome and overly oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Just, just a quick note. I, I tagged you on this on Facebook because I after watching the video, the first thing that popped into my head was the building from Forever Red. When oh, yeah. Eric what, and what, I both kind of went like, no, that, that that's not right. Yeah, because well, because they also use it in uh, reinforcements from the future. It's the same building. Yeah, because that around that time it was still being filmed in L.A. Yeah, that's why it was like, no, that's from Vancouver, and I'm like, really? Yeah, that's where the CW films most of it shows. In Hell, Canada? that was where. Yeah, it's cheaper. Why can't see? Why can't freaking. Nickelodeon and uh, Saban and Power Rangers do that if it's cheaper. New Zealand's even cheaper. God, I hate Saban sometimes. <laughs> New Zealand's even way cheaper. Like I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to look at the numbers for that show. I know I'm going on a rant, but this is quick. I'd like to see the numbers from like the intake per year, how much Saban gets compared to how much per year they pay for like. The rights to shoot in different areas and stuff like that. Because I can guarantee you, the amount of money they take in, at like probably like quadruples, if not more than that, than what they actually pay. And it's like, you can afford to pay to union actors. You can afford to shoot in L.A. or in Canada or someplace more city-like, unlike New Zealand. Don't get me wrong, New Zealand has its cities. Yeah. But it's, it's a lot harder. Like, if we want to do a team-up movie between Mighty Morphin and Dino Charge. If they shot in Canada, that's just a hop quick, you know, it's just a quick hop, skip and a jump and they're there. Whereas now it's like, no, now you've got to fly them all the way across the ocean to get there. Mhm. Yeah. The main issue is um New Zealand doesn't require um union actors. Well, I know that's the problem. Well, no, it's also just Saban doesn't want to use union actors. And with uh, the CW and other networks, because as some people might know, if you've been, if you watch the same shows that I kind of do, like Supernatural and, say, Psych, there's a lot of crossover in terms of locations for both shows. Even though Supernatural takes place across all across America and Psych takes place in Santa Barbara... All of it's shot in Vancouver. <laughs> if you really want to know, um, Misty on Twitter, uh, it's really hard for me to sometimes pronounce her Twitter handle. Uh, Dream something? No. It's in... Car like, okay, it's... Hold on. Um, Incinari. Oh. It's like I-N-C-I-N-A-R-A-E. She lives up in Vancouver, and um, she's run into several of these actors before. Fun. Oh, yeah. Um, a popular Arrow podcast also. Um, the two hosts live in Vancouver, and they even got a interview with Stephen Amell in their recording space. Not over Skype. Like, he physically was there with the other two hosts. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's Vancouver is a very, very popular spot. 
because Vancouver can be made to look like basically anywhere. Well, yeah, they do the same thing with New Zealand and Power Rangers. They can make that look like anywhere. Well, yeah, with New Zealand, it's a little easier to match the Japanese footage with the quarries. Well, because as we know, every major yeah, fight true. scene takes place in a quarry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's that's how they get around that. It's just the problem is that it's the same quarry. So like I'll be watching like a newer show and it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was from Bokenger vs Super Sentai when they walked down with Aka Red and Aka Red's like, yeah, I'm gonna be the Red Ranger and he's dead. You know, and it's just. It's, you know, it's the same thing. And then, of course, with Akiba Ranger, they had this whole thing where there was this corner. And it was like a street, and then there was like a corner, and then there was a side street next to it. And uh, I don't I don't remember where it was in Japan, but uh, Akiba Red was there. And he's like, oh my god, it's the such and such corner for the director or the writer or something like that. Because it's used there so many times. Hmm. And it's just like, I kind of get why, because it's Japan, you're kind of limited. I mean, don't get me, I'm not saying Japan's a small country, but if it's a Japan-only thing, you know, it's, they're kind of limited unless they go across the seas and language barriers and, I don't know. Yeah, but now we're getting into the second section of the show, and <laughs> I'll just try to keep it, we gotta, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm already looking at the pictures for the next. Oh yeah, topic and Batman I've... or Superman pictures. Yeah, it looks like Morpheus is back as the Daily Planet head. Sorry, I still call him Morpheus because that's all I remember him as. Oh yeah, okay. And Bruce Wayne is blonde, or is it gray? I think it looks like a light brown or a blonde in like that bottom two pictures. Bottom two pictures? If you look at the hair. For. Oh, for. Bruce, or Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. And that guy over to the side looks like a really old Robert Downey Jr. I was thinking more of uh, the guy from. Um... But I think he's Alfred. Yeah, he's probably Alfred. I was thinking more of the guy from. Uh... Law and Order. No. Who would no. always wear the shade, the glasses, the shades? That's what I thought of when I first saw him. And then there's the bat suit. But yeah, he. It looks like Affleck's hair is just brown. It's just the light. Okay. Um. Then you know. I, I mean, I mean, I think it would be hilarious if they made him like a dark blonde, and then the fandom just went, "He's not a dark blonde. He's got black hair." And it's like, okay, seriously. You didn't want him to be in the movie to begin with, but now that he's in the movie, you got to complain about something else. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, headlines for also, Gotham and Supernatural. Also, can I just mention the the picture of Gal Gadot? Oh yes. Um. I, I don't want to be sexist. I really don't. But I just look at it and all I can think of is she's not wearing a bra. Well, you have to remember <laughs> who she's playing. Wonder Woman, like, she might just be right now assimilating to her new non-demigod per, uh, persona. And where she yeah. came from, which slips my mind at the moment... I know she's called an Amazon, I know that. Yeah, but they're, she's from a specific island. 
Yeah. Which Themyscira, I think it's Themyscira, that's what Themyscira. it is. Yeah. Themyscira. Yeah. Which is funny because if you say it differently, it's the mascara. Yeah. <laughs> You're from a place called makeup. Yep. Huh? Oh. But I did not know Adrian Palicki played Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. In what? I don't know. Google that. But so Adrian Mockingbird played. Okay. Wonder Woman. Oh. Huh. It was the TV movie that they were trying to push. That never came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From 2011. Yeah. I mean, she does. She would make a great Wonder Woman. Adrian Palacki, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Well, we Wonder figured Woman that 2011. out. Okay. Mystery solved. It's got a 4.4 rating on IMBD... IMDB. I'm pretty sure it got leaked somewhere. Probably. Which now I really want to go track it down. But for another time. Ooh, Superman angrily staring at Batman. But we only see Batman's shoulder and collarbone or was it a tv pilot not entirely sure wonder woman yeah it was for the okay it was a tv pilot oh yeah is a never aired television pilot produced by warner brothers television dc based on a jeffrey reiner reiner jeffrey reiner yeah Wonder Woman pilot was expected to debut in 2011, but NBC opted out, opted to not buy the series. Of course it would be NBC. Ugh. Yep. Opening theme song, I Only Know How to Love by Christina Aguilera. <laughs> okay, I could have told you that was why they canceled it. Yeah. But back to the BVS Dawn of Justice pictures. And yes, I did just shorten the name of the movie. BBS, well, yeah. We got a Batmobile, which looks like... Hold on, let me pull up that picture of the Batmobile. Is that a... Hold on. Is it just me, or does it look like there's handlebars at the front of the Batmobile? Oh, wait, that's a turret gun. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, because there's... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it turned into a motorcycle somehow. Well... There's been, like, with uh, Christopher Nolan's version, there was, like, a... It shot out of the Batmobile. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of, a lot do, like, you know... Um, I don't remember which Batman movie it was, but they had uh, one where it was, like, a jet, and then the jet was in the water, and then just out of nowhere, it, like, broke apart and became, like, a jet thing, or, like, a... Sort of like a jet ski, but instead of going above water, it was just underwater. And I'm getting a weird feeling it involves bat nipples. Probably. Oh, no. And then, let's see, we get a picture of Amy Adams with Henry Cavill and Morpheus in the Daily Planet. Oh, God, Amy Adams. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just watch me fanboy over every single female comic book actress. Actress. I'm I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. <sighs> okay. I mean, let's. I mean, just Agents of Shield alone between Chloe and Migna. I mean, come on now. Adrian Pilecki. Pilecki, yeah. And um, whoever. Plays not so Simmons. much Simmons. Not so much I Simmons find for her me. Cute. Yeah, she she she's to me like I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm not saying anything like that. It's just like I don't know. To to me, I don't find her as attractive, especially like Adrian Pilecki. Adrian Pilecki is like a bombshell. In more than one way. <laughs> well, yeah. But you know. Speaking of, oh wait, no. We... No, I probably should have made that next. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we could. Yeah. Since we're already talking about her, kind of switch yeah. things around. Even though technically that might have actually, the next thing we were going to talk about might have worked better after Arrow because. Yeah, my the reference I made. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, the reference you made, and also. Um, she was in Arrow as well. Really? Yeah, she played uh, Laurel's mom. That's funny. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that in a second. First, we got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3 trailer. Which starts off with Chloe and her new hair with her new identity as Daisy Johnson. Yep. Which, might I add, her hair is amazing. Yep. I definitely like it with it shorter. And if the show continues on, it might even go shorter. Doubtful. Wow. Yeah. Doubtful, because I'm not sure if Chloe would be up for it, but if it is for this role, she might go full-blown pixie. Yeah. Which might be interesting, because, I mean, we did have, um... We did have, um... Crap, I can't remember the actress's name. Karen Gillan, she shaved oh, her yeah. head for, um, yep. for Nova, instead of wearing well, a bald be, cap. To be fair, that was a movie. Even then, for a TV role, she might. I mean, it all depends on the person. It really does, and it really depends on what the writers have in store. Because the, in reality, it's the writers and the showrunners, and really the vision of the crew, along with the actor slash actress's input. Yeah. It it does really come down to like how far is she willing to cut her hair and And if she really, really, really wants to embody the true Daisy Johnson quake that we know. It which... sounds like you just really want her to. I kind of I kinda of do. <laughs> I do. To be quite honest. I think she'd be like, really like... cute. Like, I don't think it, this isn't coming from a, like, I really think it would fit the image. You just really want to see Chloe Bennett in a pixie. Well, there's that, and it also, it also would fit Daisy quite well. Well, it, it would, but I just feel like it's more of just your need to see her in a pixie. It's not so much a need, it's kind of a, it would be interesting. It would be different. Because seeing Karen Gillan when she grew out her hair to a pixie length, that was nice. I liked it. It suited yeah. her. But the only, of course, if she is in the Inhumans movie, which Marvel, if you don't put her in the Inhumans movie, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> um, then she might for the movie. 
Yeah. But that movie is four years ahead. It's four years in the future. And we don't even know if we're going to have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for that long. And I'm not even sure if that is, like, even, might even be canceled. I'm not a time traveler. Yeah, I wish I was. That'd be great. Which we'll talk about later with our favorite time traveling shenanigan. <laughs> Shenaniganer. Hooligan? Hooligan sounds better. Hooligan does sound better. Yeah, hooligan sounds bad. When you say hooligan, it sounds like, you hooligans, get off my lawn. Yeah. But he is a bit of a hooligan. Eh. Especially this iteration. But, back to Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, it's going to definitely be the year of the Inhumans before the year of Inhumans. Yeah, I, I, f- I feel like this upcoming season, they've listened to the fandom. Because there were a lot of people that were upset with this, hoping it would be more of a superhero type show. Just like the Flash and Arrow. And now that the whole, the whole like, you know, the Inhumans thing is out there, I feel like it's going to slowly turn into one of those. It's still Especially, going to be a spy show. And it's oh, yeah. going to have that uh, Bobby Morrison Hunter <laughs> spinoff show, which kind of yeah. pisses me off. Why? Because we don't need it. Eh. We really don't need it. Well... Eh, I'm indifferent about it. And who knows? I mean, it may last a few episodes and then be canceled. Yeah. So we don't know. Or it may have happen. a backdoor pilot and end up not being picked up like that one NCIS spinoff that never saw the light of day. Or that like Supernatural Wonder... spinoff that never saw the light of day. Like the Wonder Woman show we just talked about. Except that wasn't there wasn't a backdoor pilot for that. The pilot just wasn't even picked up. That's true. They're just like, eh, bye-bye. But then, towards the end of the trailer, we got what a lot of people originally suspected to be suspected to be Blackheart, but he's a Daredevil villain. Not a Daredevil, he's a Ghost Rider villain. And um, Marvel's not doing anything with Ghost Rider right now, so why would they be using him? Doesn't make sense. He's actually... I'm trying to remember who he was, actually. Again, talking to people that know more about this stuff than I do. Um, was in no that's just the letter N in the end of the shield I do wish I knew more I won't lie he's he's like an inhuman villain of some sort um cause like I, I would want to read comics but First of all, with the lack of funds, the lack of money to do so, I can't do it. But also just because the lack of resources. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Lash. Lash? Interesting. It's He's an inhuman. So if I type in... Like, Lash is sort of... Yeah, that definitely looks like Lash. Mm-hmm. He's originally, well, like, this is the Earth 616 version of him, but it kind of does look like... Oh, yeah, it even says, comicbook.com, Matt Willig cast as Lash in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. 
which I wonder if we're going to get a reference to Black Bolt. Of course, it's... we won't ever get Black Bolt in the TV show because, obviously, movies. Um, Question. Yes. Matt Willig. Yes. Arrow? I don't know. Because he looks like he played the guy that was with Oliver and the one woman on the island. Oh. Oh. I've seen this guy all over the place. Um, basically, he's used to be a... Um, he used to be in the NFL. Really? Yeah. Matt Willig? He has been... He was the voice of the muscly man in Legend of Korra. He was... Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, he was in America. Huh. Where'd he go? Oh, he went to USC. Uh, explains why you know that. Uh, 14 years in the NFL. Carolina Panthers, Jets, Falcons, Packers, Rams, Niners. He hasn't... He wasn't in Arrow, but he was in NCIS. He was in Chuck. Um, he was the voice of Juggernaut in Spider-Man's Shattered Dimensions. He was the genie in The Sweet Life on Deck. He's been in a lot of things. Yeah, I remember that. He's kind of a big guy. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a big guy. That's... That's interesting. He... Like, I just was like, oh, he's in the NFL for, like, what, two years? No. And then I look, and it's like, no. Fourteen seasons. Fourteen seasons. Two Super Bowls, with, and he has one ring. One ring, wow. And he's kind of the guy, if you need, like, a big, scary guy, you get him. Do you want to know another big guy? Look up Travis Willingham. Or is it Willingham? I think it's Willingham. Willingham? Yep. He's a voice actor. Yeah. He's 6'3". Yep. Holy cow. Yeah, he is one <laughs> tall motherfucker. And if you want to see more of Travis Willingham, go to Geek and Sundry and look up Critical Role. It's a D&D campaign where he plays Grog, the, the Goliath. He was the voice of Satan? In he's He was the voice of Satan in Saints Row Got Out of Hell. Also, yeah, if you a... really want to know, he's also the voice of Knuckles, the Echidna. He's going to be the voice of Fred in Halo 5. He's... He married Laura Bailey, who did the voice of Jaina from uh, World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, stuff like that. He's the voice of Thor in Avengers Assemble. Yep. Lex Luthor from DC Super Friends. Um... He is he is essentially the like Marvel animated uh, Thor. He also did Hulk from Superhero Squad Show. Did a lot of those actually. Four. Yeah, so he's basically Knuckles and as well as Superman in a lot of the video games too. If you can't get Nolan North to voice him, you get this guy. Yeah. Because Nolan North is doing seventeen other projects all at once, including all the dialogue for the ghost in Destiny. He also did a lot of video games. He was the voice of Cell in Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z, the video game? No way. Mecha Superman from Infinity Crisis? He does Azir and Talon from League of Legends. 
I don't know exactly what that means. Don't but, tell me. Know. He's actually the voice of Cell from Dragon Ball Z. Oh my god, if he is. He is. He's Roy Mustang from Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> I told you. He I, I think I do think it's funny that he is Knuckles. Yeah. From 2010 to present, he is Knuckles. He was in Detective Conan Case Closed. Dragon Ball GT. Nope, he was just a bartender in Dragon Ball Z. He was uh, Mitsunari Yanagisawa, Yanagisawa. A.K.A. Copy. Yeah, from Yu Yu, ha- uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. So, he was just the bartender in an episode. Port Gas D Ace from One Piece. Huh, interesting. I say ass, I think I'm going to say ace. <laughs> Katakura Kojiro from Sengoku Basara. This guy's a powerhouse. Yes. Like, you could just look up pictures of him. I'm looking at him right now on IMDb. Yeah. And, because one of the things that was great was that uh, Liam O'Brien, who's also part of Critical Role, said one of his favorite parts of doing Dungeons and Dragons is that whenever, you know, it's always cliched in popular, like, social media type stuff that. When you think of stuff like Dungeons and Dragons, you think of people who look like me. Overweight, you know, I, you know, just overweight, nerdy, geeky type people. And that was always the cliche, is that they look like me. And then, in comes walking this dude, who's a walking pillar. And he's, you know, and he says, oh, I love d and I've been doing it for years. I'm a voice actor, what do you want? You know? And that's one of the best parts, and that's you know that's another reason why I say people should watch Critical Role. Nobody will know because there's a live one tomorrow night, but you know this is going up on Saturday. So, was that a cat? No, it was me. Sounded like a cat. <laughs> that just sounds like you impersonating <laughs> a cat. Oh, I randomly got sidetracked because apparently there's a comic book line called Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos, where Deadpool's a ghost. Interesting. Yeah. Fairly interesting, but let's see. Live action. He didn't do a lot of live action stuff, though. But, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3 looks to be pretty cool. Um, trying to get <laughs> us was, back on topic because... I was say that was like the... That was just like the, like, uh, the the perfect example of a ramble. Oh, it was the perfect example, um, but I bl- I blame myself. It's fine. <laughs> no, let's return to our favorite time traveling couple. Because we're getting something that we didn't actually expect. Like nobody saw this coming. Like everyone wished it would happen, but yeah. Well, this is the type of shit that needs to happen more often. Like, they need to have an instance where... Uh, for, for those wondering, we're talking about how River Song's coming back for the Doctor Who Christmas special. What I want to see... I want to see a rift open in space or in time. They get sent into the rift. They end up on the beach wondering what's going on. They wander through the town. And all of a sudden, they come across... Um, the the quote unquote ten oh ten two and ten two alongside the meta crisis of, yeah 
alongside I, I Rose Tyler. Rose. I knew it started with an R, but for some reason I couldn't think of the name. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, is... Because just, just for, like, an episode, like, how did we get here? We don't know how we got here. And then we get, you know, essentially a team-up between the 10th Doctor and the 12th Doctor having have an adventure together you know oh you know david Tennant would be so down to come back oh yeah he would and the thing is they would have that dialogue where um 10 2 would be like you know you kind of look familiar from somewhere and thus we bring up the fact that he looks like what's his face from the fires of pompeii yeah well see actually i like the fan theory with that it was a fan theory that said the pompeii guy was the doctor but he couldn't tell himself that because if he did, it would be like crossing the time streams. Well, one, it would tell the doctor that he's getting more regenerations. And that too. Two, which is totally make David Tennant go, oh man, I turned old. Yeah. He's like, I was old before. I don't want to be old anymore. <laughs> Um, as he goes younger the next time he regenerates but we finally like this it really comes down to where in river songs timeline this takes place because before she only mentioned that she only knew two of the faces like she only knew up until she met 10 where she died she only knew 11's face Yep. But it and also I, could and, be and I, because even the Doctor didn't know he was going to go beyond 11, the 11th Doctor, because he was supposed to die on Trenzalore. Yeah. And, uh, because I know in that scene where, like, they were trying to say his name, like, say your name to open up the 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 tombstone or whatever the hell it was. And he wouldn't say it, and then Clara wouldn't say it, and then she said it. And that's what opened the door. I really and... hope it's nothing like that, because I really want her to actually be there. Well, technically she would be there. It would just... We would see her on screen, and we know that the Doctor would always see her there. No, but I want so... it to be like she's physically there, not just the, the echo. Yeah. Because that would just be perfect. It would be absolutely perfect. Well, yeah, because, like, well, like you said, we'd have to figure out where she was. Like, you know, did she, did she go forward in time? Did they go back in time and then they see her? It might be, like, because nobody expect, no, nobody in existence in the Doctor Who universe expected the Doctor to get a new set of regenerations. The timeline yeah. that, like, the time stream that we know of might be shattered. Because I don't know about that. Well, I wouldn't say it would be. Sh- or I mean, it, it could can't be extended, be... in a sense. Yeah, it's it's extended because in order to be shattered, you would have had to go back in time to stop something from happening. Thus, it would get shattered, but that didn't happen. It's more of it's a continuation. Like I don't, I don't even think anything really happened to the timeline. Like it was supposed to end. We realized it was supposed to end, but instead of ending, it continued. And who knows? You know, the I'm, Doctor might was... end up dying at Trenzalore, anyways, but at a different date. 
Yeah. Because it was never explicitly stated what year they were when they were at that the grave site. Yeah, it was because ne- no one actually ever said he dies. Like it's like obviously they had the whole situation of the like the the astronaut, at, you know, River Song is the astronaut shooting him, and while he's regenerating, shoots him again and kills him. Um, that we had a date. We had a date. Space time continuum. Yeah, we had a date. We had a date for that, but then everything was changed and put back the way it was because of the robot. But there was no actual date. Like you know, he dies on this day in Trenzalore during a fight. It was just like he dies in Trenzalore during a fight. So, at this point, we don't know when that was. So it. it you know, ba- baseline. It's more of we keep thinking. Where is she going to show up? Are they going to go back in time? Are they going to see her? Uh, is she going to somehow, like, go to the future to see them? It all just comes down. I mean, hell, for all we know, it could be a flashback. Yeah, it could, and I really hope it's not. Because, because I really want not... an interaction between Twelve and Ripper. Yeah, well, that really needs to happen. Uh, so something I wanted to see really quick because this got me thinking. Um, when was that? Uh, Doctor Who. Checking, checking Wikipedia. Uh, uh, doctors as I hum Prince Ali fabulously <laughs> oh it's oh it was this year too damn it the 10th anniversary of the new series of Doctor Who damn it It was this year yeah Christopher according to this Christopher Eccleston is the 9th Doctor 2005 so, oh, and all I could think of was like, you know what they should do for a tenth anniversary is they should get everybody together except Christopher like, Eccleston because he's not. Well, yeah, back. well, he won't come back. But I mean, like, you get Rose back, you get the tenth Doctor, maybe even ten two, you get Martha, you get well, because what you could do for a storyline is because of the the essence of the tragedy that was um shit the character's name I forgot the character's name redhead 10 doctor Donna Donna yes you could because Donna lost he took her memory away but it could come back if they mentioned the doctor problem so is her brain you, would be instantly fried well, we don't know if it would be instantly fried, but she'd be under pressure and all of this other stuff. You could make an entire storyline based around that. Like, somehow she finds out about the Doctor. And then, she, you know, then uh, Capaldi gets uh, a phone call from Martha saying she remembers, Donna remembers, bad things are happening, this, that, and the other thing. And then... The whole space-time continuum kind of starts breaking down, and that allows Ten Two and Rose to show up. And the Tenth Doctor shows up to figure out what's going on. The Eleventh Doctor shows up what's going on, you know. And then you could somehow get, you know, essentially just a mass 
you know, combination of the past 10 years minus Eccleston of all of the actors and the characters. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I mean people would say you can't really do Amy and Rory. But well, you, it'd be I, a little harder, especially with um Arthur Darville now up in Vancouver. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm sure if they wanted to shoot something for a couple days and he could, they would let him go do it. It would be kind of weird though cuz he wouldn't be able to shave. <laughs> so so Amy kinda... would be like, "Rory, why haven't you shaved your facial hair yet?" Or something like that. <laughs> that was bad. I'm not going to lie. That was a really bad. <laughs> yeah. It was. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't I can't always be spot on with my impressions like I was the yeah, last I time. Know. Which I, I can't, still I can't, can't do a... I still can't emulate wrench like I did that time. Yeah, I've been trying I can't do... to. I can't do a British accent either even though I want to. Well, but she's Scottish. That's the difference. Scottish is Scot- and I was trained to she's Scottish. a Scottish female. That's hard. <laughs> Why do you still have that stuff on your face? <laughs> exactly. It'd be something, something close to that, but better lines, but more professionally done. Yes, but I mean, it could be a it could be a fun back. It's like even if they couldn't be part of the adventure, like you could have Capaldi or like the Eleventh Doctor see them and be like. You know, and then, like, someone asks, like, are you going to go to them? And he says, no, I can't go to them because this, that, and the other thing. You know? And then it could just be, like, quick, you know, a little scene where they're there, you know. They have the baby in the car, and then they have the conversation about the facial hair. And then they walk around the corner, and then things continue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could do that with all of them. Even if you didn't want to have them become part of the adventure. Just having, like, a... Oh, hey, you know, there's Donna walking with her grandfather down the street or in a car or something. You know, there's Martha and... Well, no, because, yeah, he came back to the normal universe. There's Martha and Mickey, you know, doing whatever. You know, just something as a way for a 10-year anniversary special. Yeah, we'll see. Because they might make some reference to it or we might have a... Um, we might just have like a mini like special like they did when they did the tw- uh, the 50th anniversary where they just had like a s- like specials about certain characters like the doctors or the companions or the enemies or whatever BBC America slash BBC might do something like that again but this time like a retrospective of the um, the doctors with the highlights of their years. Yeah. And that seems like a more feasible thing because you have to coordinate so many different actors schedules just to do that. Yeah. Even for a day. So, and plus for the most part season or series nine has already been filmed. It's already done. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So none of that will be happening. It's on a wish list, but Oh yeah, because uh, Rose, the first one in series one, was original air date was March twenty sixth of two thousand five. Sounds about so, right. Yeah. So it's been you know, what is it? September tenth. About six months, almost six months. So, yeah, almost six months. Okay. So it's been you know six months since the tenure. They didn't, and then of course they didn't do anything. They could have, but they didn't. I haven't as far been. As I, I haven't been paying attention to BBC America 
because they're only on my radar when Doctor Who is actually on. Yeah. It's like sci-fi is only on my radar when Geeks Who Drink is on. Which is, by the way, like, the best game show ever. Are you looking that up now? What the hell? Doctor Who 10th Anniversary Trailer? What a what a what? I think it's a fan-made one? What? Because it's not uploaded to, like, an official BBC thing. Yes, fan trailer. Um, yeah. Radio Don't get me wrong, it's, it looks like a pretty cool one, though. Oh, well, they send, send they send tenth anniversary messages. Did they? Yeah. At least uh, let's see. Russell T Davies did. Uh, Julie Gardner. Um, there's like no more. Uh, let's oh, even Christopher Eccleston sent something. Happy tenth birthday my rebooted friend that's that's all he said then nothing else Rose, uh, Billy Piper said some stuff um, but yeah that's the one I'm watching you don't have to watch it now but yeah I'll watch it later I'll save the link oh it's so good I'll watch it during our break okay it's because uh, I watched we, most we, of it we probably need to get into that because there's not much else to talk about. Yeah. And it's been going on for almost an hour and 15. Yeah. Yeah. Almost an hour and <laughs> 10. <laughs> we, I'm just trying to keep everything on track here. Oh, yeah. There's, we've, we've kind of... We've gone on a few geeky tangents. Like, geek out tangents. But At least I have, blame anyway. us? Yeah, I know. Can you? Can you? <laughs> As I get closer to the little hole on my computer that turns out to be my mic, I learned something yeah. new about my computer today. Fantastic. Yep. Oh, God, I'm the ninth doctor. Fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Allons-y. <laughs> you were fantastic. And you know what? I was fantastic. So was I. Fantastic, too. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah, we're gonna end the half here. Um, <laughs> I still don't know what I'm gonna play during the break. I don't want to play Doctor Who again because I've already played that twice. How about Doctor Who in Reverse? Oh my God, no, no. Okay, no. <laughs> hey, it was just gonna, a suggestion. That's all. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to think of something. Uh, I have River Songs theme, but I don't want to play that. No, eh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You're going to hear music either way. So enjoy the music, and we'll be back after the break. Or me singing a song. Who knows? No. No singing. Uh -huh. Break now. Okay. Break now. Go.
And welcome back. We're going to start doing Toku stuff now. After, like, an hour and a half debacle of audio. And Yeah, let's just say some weird things happened and technical difficulties galore. Experiments went awry. Except, you know, I'm still using the same program, except now I'm a... I'm a few feet, like I'm actually like a foot away from the mic, instead of right up on instead it. Instead of right in front of the mic. So I'm back to sounding normal. As normal as I can sound. Yeah. I'm actually, oh that's right, I turned my AC back on. I needed to, it was getting too warm in here. It's not too loud, is it? My AC's... Eh, I can hear it, but it's no I biggie. need to keep it on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It is what it is. <laughs> It is what it is, yep. friend. It's just a lot of blech with humidity and stuff, too. I just don't... I can't take it. So are you ready to talk about some spandex-clad heroes? Yes. Besides the one we've already... Rainbow spandex. Besides the spandex heroes we've already talked about? They're not wearing spandex. Those ones weren't wearing spandex. I... I would uh, argue that point. <laughs> Granted, Dr. K is just going to run in here and be like, it's not spandex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Toku stuff, not really that much to talk about. More so when it comes to the show reviews, yeah. recaps later yeah, on. Yeah, just as a point, we're not going to have Decca because life's too busy for Sean right now. I'm a busy college student, yeah. what can I say? Yeah. Um, so the first thing we've got is the preview that dropped for me yesterday of the Dino Charge episode 11, which is just a small showdown between the Rangers and, uh, Fury. Which I think we finally get to see, like, gold in his... Like civilian form at the end of the episode. Yeah. Fury's roar. Or we even. Yeah. I will admit this is American footage, so that's kind of cool. Um. I will. I also don't like how they had the Kalish explosion. Oh yeah, explosions. Yeah. Also, I feel I feel like the uh, the whole "it's mine" line is sort of like, um, crap. What's the character's name? Who's gonna be gold? Ivan. Ivan. Yeah, I feel like that's Ivan speaking through Fury, and it's like the mashing of the two personalities. But we also get to see that guy in the background too. Oh yeah, which. If you guys have not been paying attention to anything that's happening on Twitter, you might actually know who he is if you were paying attention. Yeah. If, but... If you've noticed the uh, the spoilers that are abound from the people posting from the Latin American French episodes, you'll know who it is. But I'm not going to say who it is. Because we're not doing that. No. Following and, in the footsteps of... Uh, Ranger Command Power Hour and just talking about the ones that have already aired. It's their prerogative if they want to post spoilers or not. You just... Yep. 
Open picture links at your own risk. Oh, yeah, definitely. Unless it's from me commenting on how hot it is here in Southern California right now. At 104 degrees. And cloudy. <laughs> you should be getting rain probably soon then. Should have rained in some parts. Yeah, we got hammered. Hasn't rained here. We got hammered yesterday and today. Well, actually, I take that back. We got hammered on Tuesday and Wednesday because it's now Thursday for me. Oh, that's right. And I'm about an hour away from Thursday, so yeah. it's going to be Thursday when we wrap this up. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but... Unless your power goes out or my power goes out, then I'm going to cry. I'll cry, too. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I'm excited. For the episode? For the episode, yeah. yeah. Um, I will... It's kind of minor spoilers, but not spoilers at all, really. Um... Raz posted a picture of a screenshot of one of the French episodes with gold in it, and the suit looked horrible. Like, it looked like they took the suit, put it outside in, like, April, and they just let it sit there until they just started using it. Like, it, like if you like if you were going to use it Saturday or something like that. You're going to use it today. They left it outside for like five or six months and then they picked it up because all of the colors are faded. Like, there's nothing shiny about it. Like, the past golds we've had, it's always been, wow, it's really shiny. I mean, hell, even in Samurai, when we got the Sixth Ranger, he was still shiny. Now, I don't know if well, they kept him shiny so you could have the, the Emily. Oh my god, it's so sparkly. But... Either well, way, at least his at least his mega mode form was shiny. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just one of the suits they had, but it looked horrible, very faded. I don't know. Well, it also could be the quality of the screenshot. Yeah, could be. So we'll see when we see him. Yeah, and we'll comment on it once episode twelve happens. I yeah, guess. Yeah, you once we cut, get back to this. Yeah, you won't. I mean, you won't. We had a us. week off. We had a week off from Power Rangers because, well, what was the reason? There was no reason. Labor Day. Labor Day? They took a week off because of Labor Day. Really? Yep. <sighs> and then we got, like, the Worldwide Day of Play soon. Yeah, I think that's, like... Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. So we got another two episodes and then another week off. God damn it. I keep, it's like everybody says that Nickelodeon is a good thing. And don't get me wrong, as far as advertisement and re reaching kids, it's good. As far as getting a straight, not ending story, it is not. Like, as far as airing goes, it's horrible. The demographic it reaches is perfect. So it's like, it's a catch 22. It's like, I want it to stay on Nickelodeon because I want it to stay big and I want it to stay relevant, but I want it off Nickelodeon because they're just ruining it with all of these hiatuses. How about we take a page from uh, some of the other places and go uh, to our friendly neighborhood uh, network of cartoons, Cartoon Network. Technically, that's where it airs in... Is it just Latin America or France? Um, Latin America. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean... I, I'd rather it go straight to Netflix, but that's just me. 
Well, that's because you have a Netflix account and no. Well, I don't. Ha- I friend. Well, you have access to a yeah. Netflix account. And, and technically, it, I use my mother's. And, well, yeah. So, I mean, you still have access to one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and it's like there's. I mean, there's kids shows on that too. So I mean, it just really comes down to like, if they put it there, they could have so many more offers. They could either do it once a week. Uh, well, they could make more episodes. That's for one. They wouldn't be limited to how many episodes they could do. Um, they could put one out every week. They could, you know, every month drop some. They could throw everything out at one shot, which I hope they wouldn't do. But I just I feel like Netflix is the next big thing because they're not limited by they're not limited by commercials. Uh, they're not limited by episode size. They're just their only limitation is their own imagination. And yep. actually, that could be a <laughs> well. If it continued in the next year and they continued, then we would well we wouldn't get imagination because they probably wouldn't continue with that. But because of the line change gimmick, probably. Well, it's like not to go off. On a, I'm going to small tangent. I used to think that Tokuger. I was really hoping they were not going to bring that over and adapt it. Now that we've seen Takaharu Ninjas, I want Tokuger more. The Ninja. <laughs> no, God. Because uh, I no, I'm just not gonna. No, ne- we gotta move on from the next <laughs> thing, or else I'm gonna go off. So our newest common rider, uh, we get to see his friend or partner. We the secondary rider. Do we even know what they're gonna be like? Uh, like it, we we don't know if they're gonna be like allies or not. It's just he's a secondary writer. We don't know if it's gonna be like a guy baron or if it's gonna be a wizard beast or even if it's gonna be a drive mock or a mock chaser kind of relationship. Yeah, it's it is kind of weird though. He uses the same belt. Yeah. So I said, guess so essentially they're gonna pull. Measure? They're gonna pull a game. Everybody's going to use the same belt. They're just going to have different activation things. Everyone except Drive uses a mock driver. Well, oh, technically he uses one. Loop. Well, that's in the movie. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. So, you know, everybody, you know, all of the writers that are transformed use some version of the... Except Lupin. Except, well, yeah, except Lupin. I feel like that's a different case, though, because when he transformed, it was it, it was sort of like Nadeshko from Forze, where, I don't know if you know that character or not. Right over my head. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about that then, but any viewer knows what I'm talking about, the way she got her transformation device. Which, apparently, there's a special DVD, or a special little episode... That's take that takes place between Drive episode forty two and forty three, where Lupin comes back. Oh yeah, it's gonna be the hyper battle video. And they chase after Lupin again. Yep. Of course. I because, told you. Because you know, it's not like the Roid Muse are gonna take over the world or anything. Let's go chase over after this guy. Technically he is a Roy Mude. Yeah, yeah, but he's not one of the bad ones. 
He's not. He's not Gold Drive. <laughs> and he even he's not going to be lasting much longer. No. More on that but later. we'll get to we'll get to that later. So we get a look at Spectre, which to me is sort of bland because he looks exactly like Ghost, except he's got two horns instead of one. And his weapon looks like a fist on a stick. Yeah, looks like a looks like a hand on the end of a stick. <laughs> it it kind of looks like um, Count Dooku's lightsaber, just with a hand at the end. Or like a shotgun with a hand on the end. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a better analogy. <laughs> not, not many people know offhand what Count Dooku's lightsaber looks like. I do. Well, yeah, you do. I'm just saying not many people do. Swaps out orange for blue, features a new chest emblem, and a rather look cool-looking crest. Oh, Denno. <laughs> oh, Jordan. By Denno, yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because I saw one earlier for, from Paladin, and I don't know who that is. Eh, he's one of the other mods. But when Denno's not taking pictures of toys, he's writing articles. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's... There's nothing really special about Spectre, at least for me at this point. It's, it's, we won't know until we see the show, really. Yeah, and we're not going to see that for another, like... Three weeks? I think? We have, let's see... We have, let's see, this was episode 45. So we have 46 and 47. 47 is the last episode of Drive. Alright. And 47, we're going to see Ghost in it. Actually, we're, we're just going to hop right into that because that's uh, not the next thing I had written down, but the one after that. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Drive story will apparently conclude in episode 47. But the final episode, title unknown at the time of writing, will feature Shinosuke finding a strange new device, the new and icon. Locating the icon brings Drive to Ghost's attention, while triggering a battle between the, the Ganma and the last surviving Roymutes. The special crossover will air, will air on September 27, 2015. I think we already have an ep a name for the last episode, if I'm not mistaken... I feel like Ghost is going to be very freaky. Also, it's kind of spoilers because, but. well, well, no, oh no, and I, I'm not gonna say anything at spoilers. This page has spoilers. If you look at the second picture, you'll see the spoilers. I want to see if you can figure out. What oh, what? Yeah, I told you. What? That is like huge. I just thought of that. That is huge. So now we know. <laughs> we, we 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 can't talk about it yet. We can't talk about it yet. Yeah. Because oh, we haven't wow. even gotten to that point yet. No, and I just noticed too. I'm like, I'm gone. I'm like. Wait, he sh what? <laughs> I'm gonna keep that up so I can go back to it. That kind of pisses me off, but yeah. I'm kind of happy at the same time. Although, I, although I'm getting flashbacks to a previous season, I'll get to that. I'll get to that later too. Um, 
But okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, so, glad, I'm glad we are getting a television team up because I wish we had more of those rather than just hey, they made a movie. But okay. as our as our friend Sentai said, he we hope it's more more involved than Gaim was in the Wizard one. Oh yeah. Okay, so the title for episode forty-seven, according to the common writer Wiki, who will entrust the future to, my friend? Who will you entrust the future to, my friend? Huh. But that's a tentative title. Like it doesn't even. It has a dead link. Yeah, the page so does not exist. So, so it may not be the real one. It may not be the real one, but as we know it. So we'll just have to wait and find out. But I can say I am glad they're doing television stuff because having it movie only is kind of tiring. Also, because sometimes it could be considered non-canon, non-canon out of yeah. universe out of universe because have we seen drive type fruits no outside of the movie <laughs> well form changes like that i can kind of understand but like not mentioning is the is the you know the thing i i get mad about like i think the only ones that that mentioned it were in game what do you mean um the Wizard Gaim crossover. It, I think it might have been referenced in the series, in the main series. I, I don't think it was, because I know in the last episode of Wizard, they had that special thing with Gaim showing up, but Gaim never mentioned it. Yeah, guy. After that, Gaim never mentioned it. Um. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I mean, so because we also don't know when that fell in the game storyline. Was that like shortly after he got his powers? Was it halfway through? It was just sort of like, hey, look, new writer, and he fights, and then he leaves. He has the power of fruit. You know, there's no continuity, and that's what this special is going to do. Is that it's going to give continuity, like. Oh geez, it takes place in the real world, but you're fighting the new bad guy, so I don't have to. I'll continue to be the cop. See now, actually, I just had a really cool idea. What if he temporarily gave up being a common writer, went back to being a normal detective, and had a semi-regular role during Ghost? How awesome would that be? That would be interesting. Cause he he is an actual detective. So if he went along with Ghost as he's a writer, because, like I said, it would make sense. So if something goes down, he can be like, no, it's just Kamen Rider Ghost. He's fighting against these guys. And if someone's like, well, why aren't you fighting? You say, well, he's got it. I don't need to. Uh, My specialty is Roid Mutes. Yeah. Not these guys. You know, I'm taking a break. I just spent the last year, you know, know, completing my dad's, uh, the murder of my dad. First of all, that's Stopping finished. the universe from being frozen in time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just kind of... If if they decided to be like, yeah, he's going to be like a semi-regular role as a detective... Oh, and stopping and... my girlfriend's father from taking over the world. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know. I just think it would be pretty cool. Okay. It's not going to happen, but, you know. No. One can dream. Yeah. If anything, we're just going to get Decade to show up again and be like, hi guys. And then he's going to go back to go- doing Garo. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, Decade won't show up for this special. This will be a drive. Uh, no, ghost but only. I would find it. I wouldn't find it out of the realm of possibilities that just during Ghost's run, you just see Decade just show up and be like, "Oh crap, this isn't my universe." Sorry, guys. Bye. It would be it would be interesting because, like I said, stuff like that, st- like small little tidbits thrown into there like that is what I like. Like I said with the Doctor Who thing, where it was just like, you know, Capaldi's Doctor just randomly walks down the street with Clara, and then they see Rory and Amy walk by, and of course they wouldn't recognize Capaldi because they don't know what he looks like. So they could just be walking down the street with the baby in the stroller, and they're having a conversation about Rory's facial hair. They just pass by. Capaldi looks off, you know, with you know, wistfully at him. You know, has a sigh of relief, and then they continue on their day. They didn't, you know, Rory and Amy were not part of the story, but it's a small Easter egg for the fans, and that's that's what they want. Or you know, like having a Magiello slash. Uh... Stagbuster show up in Oh no, yeah. Beatbuster show up in the soccer movie. Like didn't actually play his character, but well, just to, the fact that the actor showed up. To be fair, they reuse a lot of Toku actors. Like I said, like the guy he was walking with played a main character in Fies and a main character in Shinkenger. So the, he's recognizable. As soon as you saw, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy from Shinkenger and Fies." It was just automatic. You know, you know, whether or not they walk over to the people in charge and be like, "Hey, can I just have a small walk on?" Hey, I'm walking past, maybe on the line type role, or it's just like the guy who's in charge is just like, "Hey, you want to, you know, show up, do one little scene for the movie, and then like you're done." You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Let's see. I'm actually going to watch this. The oh! Te- <laughs> Are we on the teaser now? Well, we would be if this video was available in our country. What? The ghost teaser? Yeah. I just clicked it and it just... Oh, uh, yeah. The, it's not the, made this the, video up- available in your country. Wow. Is it actually... Yeah, it's Toei's YouTube official. Interesting. Huh. Well, they've got a website. Let's see what happens if I go to the website. Ghost, picture, talking. Oh, it goes straight to the YouTube channel. God damn it. Yep, alright. Well, we can't watch it then. I, I think we were a little too late. I think I may have watched it because if, if if it's the this, one, if it's this the was one, posted a while back actually, on yeah, thirty first, the thirty first. Well, we haven't so done one in two weeks, so it's been nine days. So yeah. I guess. Oh uh, well. Oh I wait wait we wait wait some, wait. Some. Nope. Okay, never mind. Someone right. said thank you, Toei, and then I was that's like, the YouTube link. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, that's that. Because I think I I think I watched it. <laughs> It was like, if I remember correctly, he walked, like, he walked in, and he was, like, on stage, he transformed, like, you saw, like, a half transformation, and then music started, and he started dancing. And that's all I remember about it. 
Uh, oh no! Someone posted in the uh, crossover pictures for Driving Ghost. Does that mean they'll be ghost driving? Oh my god! And their profile picture is a picture of Brain with the handkerchief in his mouth. Okay, now let's see if this other trailer shows up. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, it does. Okay. And I haven't actually watched this, so... We're talking about the Gaim Gaiden 2 trailer. So yes, we are talking about Gaim again. Yeah. Deal with it. Savia. Okay. Savior. Oh, Takatora. So weird seeing uh -huh. him with shoulder hair. It's weird seeing any of these characters back. Yeah. Um. Oh wow. I do so, like how they gave Pekka one. So I guess the first half is dedicated to how the Genesis drivers came to life. Yeah. And Tame Baron. Yep, and this takes place uh This takes place afterwards. Yeah. Or except wasn't that did we just I just saw Hase. Yeah, I think it was like a semi flashback. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing what they're going to do is have, like, flashbacks in between stuff. Because a lot of that looks, like, now and then back Flashback. then. Especially with Hase showing up again. Yeah. Because if you've watched Gaim, he's uh, dead as a doornail. He kicked the bucket harder as hell. Yeah, he sort of did what he wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> and uh, ate some bad food and kind of went on a rampage. Yep. Yeah. Oops. It was. It, it got really wild. Of course, when Baron does it, he turns into almost a god. Well, the, the personalities and probably the mental like fortitude of the brains, I feel like, were different. Well, there's that, and it's also... The scratch that Baron had on him probably had something to do with it, too. Yeah, he was probably slowly controlling it. And then once he ate the fruit, it was just like... It melded with whatever he controlled, thus... Allowing him to be... The next Overlord. Overlord Barrel. Overlord. Overlordo. <laughs> okay. So. Before we get too crazy on Guy. Yeah. It's time for superhero time. Yep. Let's talk about the annoying ninjas. Well, five annoying ninjas and one cute one. Yeah. Except the first episode, episode 27, was actually decent. Like, it was watchable and it wasn't annoying. Which is very, very, very different for a Ninja episode. 
which at first made me think that this series might be turning around. Sadly, I was wrong. We'll see why in a bit. So, we finally get to the last of the summertime summertime yokai. Wolfman. Um, it's actually a, it's Kenji's focus episode, Star Ninja. And, uh, apparently, well, we get some flashbacks to his family after he gets his ass kicked. And apparently they had guitar guns then, too. It wasn't just Star Ninja. And it was in an old Western-style sepia filter, which is kind of weird, but... Oh, yeah, that was Chosets. Okay. Oh, oh, and Grandpa actually gave advice, and it was good. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> um, so, Kenji runs off, and the other ninja ninjas don't know what what's going on. And... Um, Kasumi mentions that Kenji's known for his uh, recklessness, like someone else they know, and Takaharu just kind of instinctually points to himself and goes, huh? <laughs> and then we get... We've had multiple meetups with Kyuemon and uh, Kenji before, when he was rejected as a student, blah blah blah. And Kyuemon brings up that... Um, in order to beat the Wolfman, he needs to become a yokai himself. That hold on because, to that thought because that makes sense. It doesn't. Um, others have a talk with Gramps. Wolfman attacks the city, and Kyuemon then traps Kenji in an hourglass and starts slowly transforming him into a yokai. But then he breaks free. Yells at Kyuemon. But he's in his human form when he's first fighting off, when he shows back up. And he gets scratched by the Wolfman Yokai. Again, hold on to that thought, because that actually plays a slightly important part later. He learns the true meaning of being a ninja. That, that also is important, because Takaharu then just throws the Chosetsu bracelet, and we get... Transcendent Star Ninja, which is just an eyesore. The suit does not look well with the colors. The colors no. clash. Yeah. But it's nice that someone else finally got to use it, besides Fuka in her human form. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, with the scratch, we get to see... The, him being scratched allows him to he gets a little more reckless like Takaharu because of the scratch you actually see his eyes turn purple for a few seconds kind of like when um, when Tommy's eyes turn green no, when uh, Chase was re-evilified mind control on uh, drive okay. um, and uh, kicked his ass because he was a yokai human hybrid chosetsu thingy majigger. Oh my, there's a spider in my window. Ooh. You afraid of spiders? Oh, no. It's just, they're annoying. No, he's on the outside of... What the fuck? No? Okay. I'll figure that out later. So... (sighs) 
then we, you know, go into the uh, the mechs, and uh, they fight, and um, they win. Star Ninja's at the at the helm, and Kinji has been elevated to a full student because Grandpa has a change of heart. Of course he did. And then foreshadowing in the yokai base, ninja versus ninja, leading into the next episode. Now, we don't touch on the whole werewolf Kinji thing ever again. Not so That was just for that episode. Opens with Kiwimon summoning a falcon ninja named Hayabusa. Now, for those of you who know the Ninja Gaiden series, that's the last name of the main character. It's also the name of the satellite they often refer to in Kamen Rider Forze. Hayabusa-kun. And it's also a set of armor you can get in Halo 3. Based off of Ninja Gaiden. (laughs) That one was just like, okay, wow. Alright, you really just named a falcon ninja named Hayabusa? Oh, and a falcon ninja. Tommy? Is that you? (laughs) The ninjas are doing chores. And since it's back to school time, they had to show a school bus. This little kid comes up to him, comes up to Takaharu, and says ninjas are lame. And Takaharu's just like, what? 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 Kid after my own heart. (laughs) Oh, and um, so the kid leaves his lunch, and so Takaharu tries to do the nice thing, and ninja travels over to the school. But the school's been adult-proofed. What? By the yokai. By what? the yokai ninja, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Do I need to reiterate any more of why I don't watch the show anymore? Uh, you might after this. Yakumo, or as I wrote down on my notes, Cloud, turns Fuka and Nagi into toy versions of their mechs. So Fuka turns into a stuffed animal, a dog, and Nagi turns into a dump truck toy. Uh, Kenji becomes a toy guitar. Kasumi becomes just a a doll. Takaharu becomes a Aka Ninja Sentai hero figure. Because reasons. And Yakumo becomes a dragon. They become toys to pass through this adult-proof barrier. (laughs) Takaharu gets shoved into a backpack. Same kid who forgot his lunch. Of course, because plot. And the kid writes his name on the back of Takaharu. Oh, that's going to come back in the end. (laughs) Just wait. It gets better. Um, So then, one by one, they become normal again after the kids start playing with them. There's new minions because it's um, Kueimon's ninja students, so to speak. Really weird. But... Um, that's when I found the typo in the subs where it said guardians or whatever. (laughs) Um, that was just the only typo I've seen so far. And Nagi and Fuka were the first two to come back to human form. And they get this genius idea where, um, to get the kids out of the school, they're going to like do some crazy dancing and singing and whatnot. It's the ending theme to, uh, to, Ninja. Uh, of, of course it is. 
and they're dancing along, and Nagi's even singing it. The oh, kids get on the bus. Kids get on the bus. Turns out that's a trap. Okay, that's my drive notes. I need to get back up to my Ninja notes. Okay, my phone was being weird. And um, they were planning on using the bus to gather fear, blah, blah, blah. But the plan is foiled because Takaharu was in a backpack on the bus. So he turns back and he's already in his... Uh, he's he already in his ninja form. And um, he has the, the writing on his back. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. So, runaway bus. Um, magic saves the day in terms of when they're fighting the, uh, the, the ninja guy. Because they find out, like, they... Yakumo uses his magic to reveal his secrets because he wasn't going to say his evil plan because apparently he's not a true villain if he doesn't say his, his plans. Okay. Then, the reason why the bus is running away is because there's a shuriken in the accelerator. Takaharu pulls it out and he's, like, throwing it around as he's leaving the bus. It gets stuck in his head. Fuck. <laughs> and you want to know what happens? Ugh. He just starts running. He just of course he running. does. And doesn't stop. Because he's a fucking he runs moron. Around the earth. And then he runs into Hayabusa, transferring the shuriken, and now he's running. And then the ninjas are following him, and they're doing the roll call while running. They corner him, and then they quickly defeat him. Um, and then, you know, mech form and all that nonsense. Um, and now here's the reveal. Now, I kind of teased Kyuemon's gender early on. We find out that Grandpa refers to Kyuemon as a he. At least that's what the subtitles have said. I don't speak Japanese, so I'm not entirely sure what the translation was. But it said he in the subtitles. Well, that that can mean just a generic. They've done it that before. Could be. Yeah, I think you're looking too much into this. Because it and... hasn't been officially put out yet as what her and I'm pretty sure gender is it's just pretty sure we won't know but I think the we other reveal eventually. but the other reveal is that Takaharu and Fuka's dad did not like completely lose his powers they were stolen hmm. by guess who QAMON of course yep and that's the end of that I didn't stick around and watch the trailer for this upcoming week's episode because I just didn't care. <laughs> I didn't want to sit through the ending theme a second time. I like the song, but too many times is too many times. Drive is something I can listen to a million times. Oh, which... I did. I did when that when that when that show first came out. I I was one of the first people to just completely rip it from the episode, and I played it like a thousand times the first night. And now to get into something that I am not emotionally prepared for. Well, knowing what we just figured out prior to talking about this, I am emotionally... I'm still not emotionally prepared for this. <laughs> because, at least with this first episode... So. We start back off, you know, as per usual, where it left off, because... That's what we've been doing with Common Rider Drive recently. Um, they get their weapon. Okay, so Chaser and Mock show up. 
to distract Evil Krim and Gold Drive. But Gold Drive does his little, oh, I'm just going to make your weapons hit yourself instead trick. Because Rena still hasn't done the magic who's-a-what's-its to their weapons. Who's-a-what's-its? Yeah, the reverse polarity nonsense that she did with all the shift cars and the formula cannon. Oh, yeah, okay. Brain finally gets into the iPad, and he dances. <laughs> because, yep. because it's brain. brain. Um, surrendering to Medic. I was confused at that at first, but... I was not. I knew exactly what he was it doing. Took, it took me a couple seconds to kind of put the pieces together once it happened. Oh. And we get more awkward Shinosuke, which is always, always the best. Awkward see, in love Shinosuke. See, it's it's funny because people... Like, I like awkward Shinosuke, and someone would be like, well, you don't like Takaharu or anything on there. It's like, the difference is we got it, like... A small handful of side, handful of times in Drive, whereas we get it every episode with Ninja, and it's all of the characters. When all of the characters are acting like that, it's annoying. But when one character does it at like, like three times in the entire season, it's funny. Yeah, it's, you ever heard of the term "beating a dead horse"? That's what they're doing. Or pulling a Takaharu. Or beating a Takaharu. <laughs> so yeah, the awkward scene has Chase and Go there. And um, <laughs> he hands the flowers to Chase and like, here, go give this to Kiriko. Go check up on Kiriko. And he's just all awkward and it's it's the best. Because we all know that he, his feelings for Kiriko are seriously a thing. Yeah. And they have been for a while. Chase doesn't have any idea, like, no idea. He's just like, uh, yeah. does not compute. And then we jump back over to the police station where we get our newest member of the Common Rider team, Common Rider June. Uh, I, I, have, I have to say, I did think it was funny when he did the pose and then he, like, he froze because, like, he cracked his neck or something like that i and will admit the transformation was actually pretty cool yeah it was it was and, actually uh, pretty neat and for uh, just putting motorcycle armor on him I, I when i watched it and then he froze i instantly got flashbacks to kyojuger i don't know what you're talking about but i laughed yeah, I, my I thought ass you said off. you watched kyojuger uh not all the way through i got through like a couple episodes uh, well i won't tell you what it is then yeah. But again, anybody listening will understand what I'm talking about. <sighs> okay, so then Chase and Kiriko have their, their very special moment. But quickly interrupted by Chase asking if she has any feelings for Shinosuke. And she pulls a Shinosuke. Yeah. She's literally eating her dessert, like, way too fast. And as some other people have commented, um, you're not enjoying your food, Kiriko. What is wrong with you? Well, that and also a lot of people pointed out that when she ate, she had the frosting on her lip, and everybody just kind of went, you know, the dirty thoughts. Oh, I didn't think of that at all. Well, I no, you didn't, but that's what a, that's what a lot of people thought. I didn't either when I first saw it, but then once, like, someone posted a picture and put, like, quotes, like, context, 
or something like that. And okay. then I did think that. And then we get the first heartbreaking moment. Chase cries a tear. Or a yeah. few. I think it was I think it was two. One out of each eye. And that that that, that hit me right in the the feels. Well that had me questioning, how does he tear up if he's got no tear ducts? Well like, where did the liquid come from? Is it oil leaking out of his eyes? I don't know, but the running fan theory that I'm sort of in support of is Chase is a 100% roid mute. That would be interesting. Like I think. Re- it would be remember, interesting. remember when he first got the Proto Drive shift car and he put it in the driver, and no. it showed that video. Oh yeah. Of him on like an operating table. Yeah. That sort of lends credence to the theory. That he would he's a cyborg roid mute. Yeah, it's possible. But we won't know. We might not know. Yeah. Well, it's, let's it's, not be entirely pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. Considering what we'll talk about in a minute, we might find out. So then okay, that's not what I was wanting. Okay. Brain being a sarcastic shit as he is normally more so than usual actually and I like it oh and Belt totally shipping Shinosuke and Kiriko yeah I did like that and then we get the first like mega battle and um mega battle do yes they get a, do they get the do they get the special sword too no no not at all <laughs> but um, they, they're trying to stop like the however many roid mutes are there which let's see I know 004 was there heart, medic, brain it was 5, there were 5 there because they had the promised 4 plus 004 well no there was also the reapers and like just some extra random roid mutes oh yeah but they got destroyed yeah they were destroyed quite quickly. Met, okay, so then they're they're charging up Supreme Ball. Ball is life, as my friends group would like to say. There's a Facebook page for a ball that someone started. So we all say ball is life. I don't know why. But... Um, and then the ball starts attacking Medic. Which, at first, was, like, very concerning because, oh, no, medic. But then I'm like, oh, wait, I don't like her. But I do. I uh, was, yeah, I was indifferent. I was like... I was if feeling she conflicted. D- if, she, if she's gone, I'll probably be sad, but I'm not going to be, like, completely heartbroken. I was very conflicted. But Bono's true plan comes out as he's just going to destroy all the roid mutes and do everything himself because he's an evil asshole. We really, really... He's just becoming more and more of a douche as each episode goes on. I think the only way he could have been even more of an asshole is if he was eating an apple while doing all of it. Uh, <laughs> which, well, next episode proves he's even more of a douche than before. Oh, yeah. But then Brain does his little, Oh, 
I had this all set up in the beginning. Ho oh, oh, ho oh. And his and redirects the ball power to himself. And yeah. He kinda brain sorta tries to reveal his true feelings before he like completely fades away. Like this was not an explosion. His body literally rusted and just faded. Well, to be fair, there was an explosion. Yeah. There was and, an explosion, but the explosion didn't destroy the body. Well, no. Well, I would say technically it did, but it, 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 it like it did, but it didn't. Because the explosion was because of him. But it didn't inherently destroy the body. No. And he just fades away. Which then turns Medic and Heart against Bono. Against Bono. And he reveals the promised land is elsewhere. End of episode. But we get the tech the DECA ten years after promo. <laughs> I don't Which, even know if that actually aired at the end of the episode or not and they like over time just kind of stuck it in there I don't care because I saw it and I am going to enjoy it if I ever finish DECA which I need to yes, I'm working know. on it you do definitely and final stretch episode 45 the promised land dun 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 just happens to be in a, one of the police stations. Yep. Nothing special. Boo. Um, Q and Rena were working on some stuff to kind of stop the, the, the slowdown or whatever. But no, then a bunch. They, they were working on more belts, more yeah. Ju- Common Rider June belts. That's what they were working on. And then Roid Moods come in and just destroy everything. Everything's gone. Drive pit's gone. Um, yes. That's why, I, that's why I said put the sign on the door. I even texted him and told him. Sorry. <laughs> Go right. Go on. Ay, 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 ay. Thank you, Alpha. Now continue with your story. <laughs> okay. So then we go to the flashback. Because they, they come out of the, the drive pit. Like Q and Rena come out of the drive pit. And they thought the writers were destroyed and everything. Blah, blah, blah. Because explosion. But... Um, no, they weren't. Go saved everyone. He just, like, burst, jerked off. And went, like and pushed everyone out and took the blunt of the explosion himself which caused some repercussions he's um he's hurt he's not feeling too good kind of has some chest pains probably needs to go see a doctor but won't or you know use mad doctor <laughs> mad doctor there's an idea yep i mean didn't Shinosuke used that to save Kiriko just like not even two episodes ago. Yeah. 
Okay. So then we go to the emergency drive pit where Hayase comes back. Yep. We haven't seen him in forever. I thought and it the, was I thought the the guy at the plate at the the emergency drive pit was going to be that American bearded dude. Oh, Professor Harley. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm pretty sure he's just gone and we want to strike him completely from our memories. I didn't mind him as a character. I just don't want him coming back. Okay. <laughs> There's no reason to it other than it's just he kind of annoyed me. Too eccentric? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Too much of a caricature. Yeah. Shin, oh, Shinosuke, almost professing his love to Kiriko. Again. Yeah. It'll happen. And then they go on one last ride. <laughs> That's that, exactly... I know, that, that scene was great. But apparently, who invited Mega Hex to the party? What do you because mean? Because Gold Drive wants to turn people into data. Yeah. Mega true. Hex basically was doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> and Gold before it's actually Mega Hex just posing as Bono. I wouldn't be surprised. And then he pulls out a golden spear and just like chucks it at Go, calling Go a useless piece of shit, basically. <laughs> His worst creation ever or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, Hart and Medic are like, no, the power of our hands on top of each other will stop it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and um, they all kind of transform together, and that's actually pretty cool. Just I, like, I, won't, I won't lie, it was cool, but at the same time it wasn't. Because you had the three riders yelling henshin, and then you just had Hart and Medic just arms up in front, arms down, and transform. Yes, like I, it I, was I, all I, synced. That was the best part. Well, I know. I just wanted them to do something, like scream, like, as they transform. Just something. Well, see, that would be playing into the Dragon Ball Z stereotype. Them screaming, and then they're becoming gold. Yeah, I guess, but I I don't know. I would have rather seen it happen. Just something, because like I, it's kind of spoilers, but it's not. But during the Goanger versus Geki Ranger team up, they had two characters come back from Geki Ranger, and uh-huh. they did a huge roll call of the full Goanger team. They did a full thing. They did a full roll call for the Geki Ranger team. But the two characters that came back were not part of the original team. Like, they didn't actually, like, transform into Geki Rangers. They had other forms. And when they did it, one guy had a saying, the girl did not. She just kind of, like, lifted her arms up in the air and then just brought them to her side, like, throwing her chest out. And then... When they finally did, like, you know, Juken Sentai, Geki Ranger, they did their pose, explosion. The two were up on a hill. They just kind of did a simplistic, this simplistic pose with an explosion in the background. Neither one said anything. It was just pose, explosion. And it was just so anticlimactic. 
Like, at least have them say something. Right. And I feel the same way with this scene. It's like, if you're going to make this an epic scene, that's what saying henshin for a writer is. You know, when they, when they all say it at the same time, it's awesome. Because they're in sync and everything is perfect. But when you have the Roy Mutes just kind of like, uh, arms to the side, and then they just transform. It's like, it, to me, it, it brings down the epicness a lot. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. But then we get the epic fight, and um, Driveheart and Medic run off to go do their own thing. To go destroy the crazy Sigma time stoppy machine, as I like to call it. The Doctor would not be happy with that machine. <laughs> Throwback. Alright, and then Chaser and Mock stick around. Go nearly dies. Again. For like the eighth time. And then Chaser comes to save him, and Bono calls both Chase and Go defects. And here's where, kind of where my heart was torn to shreds. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I enjoy Chase as a character. And watching him and his transformation between evil, or good to evil, to anti-hero, to evil again, to good. And, well, the mock driver for Chaser gets destroyed. Bono just flat out destroys it. And right before Go is about to get killed, we see Chaser, we'll, we actually see Chase return to his machine Chaser form, which does confirm that he can change back into it if he wanted to. Yeah. It's not gone for good. So that did confirm one theory that I had. I, I feel like he didn't, because transforming into a rider meant he's good. He's doing something good. He can kind of leave that in the past and say, I'm not the machine chaser. I'm not the Grim Reaper anymore. I am this new common rider. I fight for good. I fight for justice. So also, I'm chaser was stronger. Common Rider Chaser? Common Rider Chaser Stronger. Oh, yeah. That too. <laughs> so, yeah. But we see him in his Machine Chaser form with one last little, like, stand against... Um, one last stand against Gold Drive. And he sacrifices himself. He actually gets destroyed. Like, he gets sliced, and you see that in him, and he's starting to, like, die. And he gives Go his license and signal bike, and they have a heart-to-heart. -heart. Or a heart to whatever a Royd mute has. <laughs> to be quite honest, we don't know. Yeah. And Go actually has feelings about a Royd mute. Well, oh he did God. earlier about brain, too, but... <laughs> you you just made a lot of fanfics with that one statement. Oh, good, good. <laughs> this will make some of our some some of our listeners happy, and some of you guys pissed. I don't care. The more fanfic, the better. Hell, I listened to a fanfic earlier about Despicable Me. I'll tell you later. It it was disturbing. I don't know if I want to know. It was really disturbing. <laughs> but. 
And then he runs to Gold Drive as he's exploding and just blows up. And there you see Triple Zero. So <laughs> gone. I, I I will admit, when I saw him explode, I'm like, well, he's not, he's not going to die. You know they can't let him kill. And just as I'm thinking that, the Zeros come out and then just... I'm like, wow. They actually went the whole mile. And I'm like... Oh shit! Like I saw the preview with like him laying in Go's arms. I'm like, oh, he's not gonna die. Like something's gonna happen where he's gonna be like, oh, I'm dead. Uh, you know, sort of like Shinosuke. Where it's like, oh, okay, everybody kind of assumes he's dead. And then Belt sounds like, no, wait, we can do this. And then he miraculously comes back. But I was wrong. I was very wrong. And then that was the end of the episode. You just see the triple zeros, and boom! And Yeah, and then Go just yelling, Chaser! And then, end of the episode. And at that point, I sit back in my chair, and I'm like, the fuck? Motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm like, and I thought Doctor Who pulled at my heartstrings. I thought other TV shows pulled at my heartstrings. Never once did I think a toku show would pull at my heartstrings like you, that. You have not seen enough toku. I am telling you that right now because I can't tell you how many times I've cried watching toku shows. Granted, like, I did kind of cry in Tokujer when right first like he like ditched the other Tokujers and was like, fuck this, I'm doing this on my own. I'll admit I cried when his fam went at the the last episode where all the family show up for the rest and Wright's like, No, it's fine. You know, we can just get up and, you know, leave them to do whatever and then you hear like the little girl or little boy call out to him and then the mother shows up and he's like, you know, you recognize me, she's like, I always recognize my son or something like that. And I wanted I I'll admit I cried. It was a good scene. And we're saying this about Tokuger. Yeah, I well, I told you the last like ten episodes of Tokuger was actually really well, uh, really good. So. Yeah, I'll admit Tokuger did. It had its ups and downs, and it fixed itself. Yeah. Once it once it dealt with things that can like pertain to the plot, it ended up being a really good show. Other than exactly. that, though. <laughs> Can't really say that much about Ninja. our fun loving ninjas who don't seem to ever stay hidden. Nope. But, okay. But with Drive, we go back to an earlier discussion with the Drive ghost rumors. I pointed out that in the scans of the, the second picture of the scans has a picture of Go Shinosuke and Chase transforming all together. And now, below that, we see a clear picture of Common Rider Chaser yep. and his Shingo axe fighting a Roid Mute. So, the question, is that a stock picture of a scene maybe they didn't use? Will it be a flashback? Or does he come back? Those are the questions. And right now, we don't have the answers. We don't. And which, as, as much as I proclaim that I am a psychic, I can't foresee any of this. Which, 
as a viewer of this show, I am excited about because it makes people want to watch this even more. Like, you wanted to know what's going to happen. Is Kiriko and Shinosuke going to end up together? If they do, will it be official? Uh, do Heart and Medic die? Or do they make like a pact with Shinosuke saying they'll try to live out a normal life together? Uh, or separately, one of the two. Uh, do they all team up to destroy Bono? You know, and there's a lot of questions that are unanswered. And now that we've seen the scans and Chase's death, it brings up even more questions of, does he come back? Is it a flashback? If he comes back, will he have all his memories? If he doesn't, do they have to help him get his memories back? And with the next episode, since we watched the promo, it does mention that Mock does... A daring transformation, and oh, he's yeah. running towards Bono as Mock, holding the chaser signal bike. Yes, and then if you pay attention, shortly after that, you see a shot of a half Mock, half chaser suit. A Cho dead heat? No, no. <laughs> if if you if you watch if you watch the preview, yeah. I should have, um, like, watched it closely, but I was kind of... I was sad. I was very sad. Uh, I want to see. One uh, sec. The spider's yeah, really see. bugging me. Yeah. If, die, if, die. Eat Febreze. If you, if you watch the preview, you see him, you know, he's like, he's like fight alongside me, Chase, and he's got the, the chaser... Um, signal bike? Signal bike. And in the very next shot... He's transformed as Mach. He has the the arms up to about halfway through the forearm of Mach. But from there down, like essentially it's got the, the arms of Mach, but the gloves of Chase. And then the torso has like the chest armor for Mach, but then the torso armor of Chase. And it looks like some of the legs too. Actually, yeah, it looks like the entire. So it, it's entire. So for Mach, it's the helmet, the chest, and the arm, like the shoulders and the arms, and then the gloves, the torso, and then the rest of the legs are Chase. Huh. So it's a so it's a hybrid of both. That should be very, very interesting. Yep. Oh no, my dog walked up next to me. <laughs> she can't hear you. I know. That's what I would have done, though. <laughs> I spent that entire time you were talking spraying Febreze onto a spider. Yeah, it somehow got in between the screen and the window. Huh. So I've done that before. it's suffocating in Febreze right now. You know the scrubbing bubble stuff they tend to use on toilets? Huh. I've killed many spiders using that stuff. Interesting. Yep. But anyway, now that we're talking yeah. about spiders... <laughs> I'm excited to see what they do with these last two episodes. Oh, yeah. Because honestly, because... Part, of, part, part of me wants Hart and Shinosuke to have a talk and be like, Look, we don't hate you guys. Alright? You've misinterpreted 
what people think about you and what you think about other people. If you guys go on your everyday lives together, everything will fall into place. You can live peacefully. We can live peacefully. There's no more fighting. There's no more killing on either end. And we can just let bygones be bygones. And that's it. And that's what I'm hoping for. Okay, so I have one little thing to mention. Plus Um, also... also We're recording this... Go ahead. We're recording this on the 10th. Yes. So there's an episode that's supposed to release this week. Technically 9th and 10th, but you know. 9th and 10th. Well, it's now the 10th for both of us. For both of us, yeah. All right, we're recording in two different days. Fantastic. Yep. So there's supposed to be a new episode this week, and that would be episode 46. 47 supposed to air on the 27th. That's two weeks away. We're getting a preemption somewhere. Uh, well, yeah, it's probably not this coming weekend. It'll be the following weekend, so it'll be the 20th. Okay. Pro- more than likely. Because what... I Oh, yeah, that that's... Yeah. That's horrible, because yep. we record next... in two weeks, and we won't be able to talk about the finale. Nope. Unless... We'll be, able, we'll, be, we'll be able to talk about the, uh... Um... Um... The special, though. We the will finale be able to talk and about... the special, so... Yeah, unless we do a live watch of the finale episode. Well, no, because in order to do that, we'd have to watch, like, a stream... No, and, I mean, we do... Like, we record a normal episode uh, in two weeks. And then once the subs come out for the finale, we do... Oh, like an extra episode. Extra episode. Oh. Because, I mean, we could do that or we could wait. Because Ghost isn't isn't premiering until what I believe is the 6th? or it's like The 4th. The 4th. It's, it's the week after. Okay, so, I mean, technically we could do that, but I feel like giving Drive a proper send-off, like, we have an extra episode kind of just dedicated to Drive as we say goodbye. I mean, if we really wanted to, in the next episode we don't talk about Drive at all, and then we wait until the next episode where we recap all of it. Because then we would have all the we would answer all the questions that technically I've been asking this entire episode. <laughs> yeah. About what happens with Chase, you know, with Heart and Medic and all this other stuff. So. Okay. I think I think we should just do a not a special episode, but like we'll do a normal episode. The first part will be geek, and then the second part will just have like all drive, unless there's any like huge news. Well, Dino Charge. Yeah. Because I feel like if we just have a special episode dedicated to Drive, it'll be like an hour long. Won't be crazy long or whatever. (laughs) Okay. I think before we talk about that, we should end this episode. Or else we'll be talking for the next half hour. Yeah. (laughs) All these plans we have to talk about off screen. Oh, taking over the world and, you know. Doing it fabulously. 
Throwing bananas at everyone. Banana arms. No, not Nine. banana arms, just bananas. <laughs> just ridiculous amount of bananas. <laughs> okay. But right, yeah, we're gonna wrap up now. Um if you wanna find the podcast, we're at Geek Tokupod on Twitter, Geekishly Toku Podcast on Facebook. Um we are Geekishly Toku Pod oh, no, it's Geek Tokupod at uh, dot blogspot.com. That's really the only place we are. Right don't now. we have at, an Ask at, FM somewhere? We have an Ask FM. I don't really promote it because nobody ever did anything. Like I would be like, "Hey, we're 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 recording an episode. Send in some questions," and nobody ever sent in any. So I just kind of stopped promoting it. We could just have hit the random button a few times just for funsies. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> but uh, we That's what I we do. don't have a we don't have a Tumblr. I don't really think we need to make a Tumblr. It's not necessary. We have but a blog also, spot, so we're good. Yeah, we're on. T- we're also on iTunes. So if you want to listen to there, it's it's there. Um, if you like yeah. our show, rate us. Yeah. Leave a little comment. Mention us on Twitter. Mention <laughs> us on Twitter. Mention us on Facebook. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Go to the tell Facebook a friend page. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yes. Tell friends and then have them tell their friends and have them tell maybe their phone friends. a friend. Oh wait, thank that's... you. I say thank you, Regis Philbin. <laughs> Well, I mean, Michael Strait, no. Terry Crews does Who Wants to Be a Millionaire now. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> anyway, I am Jonathan Al from Okamioka, signing out. I'm the snarkiest of Sean's, a.k.a. Sean. A.k.a. Snarky Sean. Too many names. Yes, but I love it. And this <sighs> is me, signing off. And we love you. Watch our next episode. See you later. Adios. Bye. やがて、サメるものだと誰かが生きた綺麗事じゃ生きてゆけない誰かが生きた振り返ると幼き僕に
Yeah.